welcome to Friendship Radio and to the Grand March Through Life. My name is James Huey, facilitator of the Friendship Personal Retreat Program here in Galveston and on ships cruising throughout the world. Offering the gift of listening hospitality, I invite you to join me here on KGBC, Friendship Radio for Southeast Texas, as we explore topics to enrich the quality of your life. Power for positive living and friendship. My guest this evening is going to be Mr. James N. Rankin, president of the National Educators Investment Group. I remember first seeing you when I came to Galveston. This was at a meeting of the Positive Attitude Team. I noticed you at that meeting, and I was impressed by your contributions and the way you became involved and the way you seemed to really live the power of a positive attitude. And I guess that's one reason I wanted to have you for this show. Maybe you could take a few minutes and kind of give us some feedback on who you are. For those of you here in Galveston who may not know. Oh, boy, what a question. But talking about a positive attitude seems to be the theme. Many people aren't real sure about attitudes. Attitudes really are your habits of thinking. And what I've done since... I can remember, is I decide to be positive. I decide that it's easier to be positive than to be negative, and I want to expect the best. Now, was that an early decision? Actually, in college, I started reading new books, and I started uh, getting turned on to fellows such as Dale Carnegie, uh, Norman Vincent Peale, and a few others, and I said, this makes a lot of sense. So basically what I've tried to do is stay positive, and there's an organization in town that really helped, and that's the Galveston and Optimist Club. Oh. And they have a creed that's so powerful. Uh, and it really makes a difference. It says, promise yourself to be so strong that nothing can disturb your peace of mind. To talk health, happiness, and prosperity to everybody you meet. To make all your friends feel that there is something in them. To look at the sunny side of everything and make your optimism come true. To think of only the best, to work only for the best, and to expect only the best. To be just as enthusiastic about success of other people as you are about your own. To forget the mistakes of the past and press on to greater achievements of the future. To wear a cheerful countenance at all times and give every living creature you meet a smile. To have so much time to improve of yourself that you have no time to criticize others. To be too large for worry, too noble for anger, too strong for fear, and too happy to admit the presence of trouble. It's powerful. I'm impressed that you can recite it from memory because apparently it has become an integral part of who James Rankin is. Absolutely. Attitude is simply the habits of your thinking. And if you decide that you're going to be positive and you make it a habit, it just comes naturally. When you say it works, what do you mean by that? I've always been an energetic person. Somebody told me that red hair produces a chemical <laughs> that makes you uh, more energetic than most people, which I don't know if it has any validity to it or not. But you know, I was always eager to interrelate to people and to, to get out and have fun, enjoy life. And when I was in college, my first year as a freshman, the summer, I went to work for a cookware company. And I used to go on as a young 19-year-old kid into people's homes, cook beautiful dinners, and sell pots and pans. And that's where I learned about selling, which the undercurrent of selling is, of course, being positive, being fun to be around and interact with people in a positive way. We as human beings, as we have the wonderful opportunity to change, we can be anything we want to be if we just decide to be that way. And it's a magic formula. It's called the act as if. Act as if. Now, what does that mean, act as if? That means if you want to be positive... All you have to do is simply act as though you're positive. By simply acting, a strange thing happens. You start to become positive. It's just that easy. The act as if principle. If you want to have a bigger position in life, then start dressing and acting as that person you want to be. And what happens is people start relating to you as being that person. 
it's the power of visualizing and making something that you have as a wish become reality by actually living it. Exactly. Another thing, when I watch people interact with you, they respond positively to the fact that you smile a great deal. Well, smiling is easy. In fact, I'm being a little selfish when I smile because it's actually easier to smile than it is to frown. Do you know that? It takes well, less muscles in the face to smile. Well, I've heard that, but I'm always curious as to why there's so many people going around with such dour faces on. We live in a negative world. I've got to admit that. I'm a positive person, but I'm a positive person in a negative world. And luckily, I get to run across people who are positive, like yourself and other people. But think about it. Look at our language. We have a stoplight. You and I both know that's not a stoplight. That's a go light, right? Without the light, no one goes, right? <laughs> but it's not working. So little things like that. It's just changing your language. And you talked about what are some of the things you can do. One of the things I learned, and that is if you want to concentrate, the little secret of concentration is that the things you do automatic, like brush your teeth, like drive your car, if you'll stop and think about those things as you're doing them, you'll build concentration. One of the big things that can change people's lives is changing some of that. Be more conscious in how you live and what you say. For instance, the greetings. How many times you go up to somebody and you say, how you doing? Oh, I'm making it. How you doing? Not bad. <laughs> what is not bad? Certainly doesn't sound good. How you doing? Well, I'm going to be okay. It's going to be 5 o'clock here in a few minutes. Then life starts. Exactly. Tell people how you really feel. And there's a lot of motivational speakers that really push this, and I agree with them. That is, when people ask you, how you doing, change it. Tell them, I feel great. Just that little bit will make all the difference in the world. Just those little things in life will make the big difference. Well, as you mentioned that, Jim, one of the things that comes to my mind is the reality that it isn't so important that you hear me say I'm great, but that I hear it. Mm-hmm. I know when I was teaching psychology in a small college, one of the things we did as an experiment of behavior was to just have the student go out among the campus, and when somebody would say, how are you? The student would say, well, I died last week, and we're running out of ice. <laughs> and see if anybody heard it. Mm-hmm. And the reality that we showed that eight or nine out of every ten never even heard the response. Mm-hmm. So I think the, what you're suggesting is something very important for personal growth, which is, when we tell others how we feel or how we see ourselves, we are probably the most important listener in that dialogue. Something else is very interesting. One of the things I really like about your program is the fact that you teach people how to listen. When I was in college, I had an opportunity to be a crisis hotline volunteer. It took 40 hours of intense counseling, and the main thrust of that whole project was simply teaching people how to listen. I never realized that I don't listen to people. But once I took that training, I realized that I need to focus in on what you say. And there's all sorts of different techniques, mirroring, anchoring, eye contact, repeating, the whole gamut. It's just amazing. And another thing, we're talking about act as if. So many times in my job, I'm having to talk to people who may not be that interested. But if I tell myself that this is the most important person in the world, you know what happens? I start feeling that way. Hearing is physical. Listening is mental. And when I talk... All I'm doing is telling you things that I already know. Whereas when I keep my mouth shut and I listen to you, I have the ability to learn more things, learn more about you, learn more about life. I guess one of the things that I really want to make sure we made time for this evening was talking about the whole concept of motivation. One of the things in our dialogues that I sensed in you was someone who was self-motivated and also had the capacity to assist other people with the concept of motivation. 
So I guess I just kind of want to share with our listeners any ideas or suggestions uh, about motivation. That's an excellent point. You have to have a goal to be motivated. You have to be working towards something. Where you find energy, you find goals. When you say goals, are these focused points that one works toward? Success is really the progressive realization of a personal worthwhile goal. You see? Some people say, well, I'll be successful when I have $100,000, when I'm a millionaire. No, no. Success is a progressive realization. It's the journey. It's not the destination. And you have to have a goal to be motivated, to be energized, and say, why get out of bed? You have to have some reason to do that, and that's why you set a goal for yourself. Well, I know there's a poster in my office that says, life is a journey, not a destination. So are you making a success that life and success are parallel companions on this journey? I think the individual who wrote that was probably referring to life as a positive adventure. Mm -hmm. Sure. And I guess part of it, too, is who defines success? I find so many people, you talk about $100,000 or that million dollars, or when I retire or something, when I get married, when I find that perfect spouse, or when I have you know children that make me proud, or any of those kind of externals, I sometimes sense that people depend on those externals to define what their success is. And I sense it's much more internal. Exactly. In fact, I'm the strong belief that your mind is like a big camera. It's all focus. What you focus on is what you get. And I really believe that if your happiness is contingent on something, then you'll never be happy because it'll be something else. I'll be happy when I buy my new house. I'll be happy when my house is added on. I'll be happy when I pay off my house. I'll be happy when I buy a new house. It's always something in the future. You have to be happy right where you are. In fact, I'm under the strong contention anybody in the world can be happy when everything's going your way. Mm-hmm. That's not a big deal. But when your life is going down, you lost a big account, you lost a spouse, you lost something that was dear to you, and you can still be happy, that's inner peace, and that's true happiness. Well, how do you actually assist someone to be happy and motivate them to find ways to seek this? Well, motivation is a little bit like desire. Desire is something I can't create in anybody. And I've worked with agents for three years now. I've trained agents in the insurance investment field, and I have found some winners. Maybe I found some people who just didn't make it, just didn't add up. It's not that they're failures. It's just that it wasn't their niche in life. You've got to have it within you. Once a person has the desire, they say, yes, I want to do it, but do you really want to do it? Do you have a burning desire? Once they have that, then you can build on that. You can help them. But once again, we can't change anybody. Well, does that mean that if someone who is not happy... Does that mean they don't have the desire to be happy? I believe so. I think if they want to be happy, they'll be happy. There's a quote. I can't remember who said it, but they said that people are just as happy as they make their mind to be, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, there you go. Abe Lincoln. People will be as happy as they decide they're going to be. In fact, one of my favorite quotes is, tough times don't last, but tough people do. But there's another quote here. It says, when man understands that the aim of life is not the material profit, but life itself, he ceases to fix his attention exclusively on the external world. That was by Alex Kieran, who's a great French scientist. How do you assist someone then, James, if we live in a materialistic world that is constantly saying, James Huey, you are worthwhile when you have that list of material goodies? Well, what we talk about is focus. Let's focus in. Sometimes we have to step back, look at ourselves objectively, and say, "Let's what are the good things that I have? List all the positive aspects in your life. You know, I do a little illustration with kids when we work with the drug prevention program. I tell them if there was an individual injured in a car accident, he sell out a court for $1.5 million, but he has no use of his legs. 
how many people give up the use of their legs for $1.5 million? Very few people. Now, the lady injured her eyes. She was given the wrong medication. She sued for $1 million, received the money. How many people would give up their eyesight for a million dollars? Not me. You not me. You're up to $2.5 million and we've just begun. The truth is that we're priceless, but we need to focus in on the positive aspects of us, not the negatives. Now, most of the people I talk to will focus on the half-empty portion rather than the fact that I have my eyes and I have my health and et cetera, and et cetera. Exactly. In fact, that quote is probably the most famous when you talk about pessimists and optimists, but there's also another part of that illustration that many people don't talk about. That is, a person who says it's half-empty it's actually taken out of the glass. The person who says it's half full is putting something back into it. So the question is, what is this person putting back into their life? Where are they feeding themselves? And that's why I really believe in programs like this, in cassettes, reading good, positive books, feed your mind. When we have no control over our mind, we just take what comes in, it's mostly going to be negative. So we have to control what goes into the mind. And once we do that, we control our behavior. I find as I interact, and I'm curious about your experience, that as I interact with some people who say that I need to be more realistic in the sense of that, you know, the world isn't this wonderful, positive, opportunistic environment that I like to talk about. How do you respond? I think the world is what you make it. And remember, we all have our own little worlds. You want to share with other people, but this is our world right now. In fact, there's a, a discipline there. I cannot think of the name. I had a lunch with a friend of mine who was talking about this today. That is, we all have our own little worlds around us. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we're part of the whole, but we do have our own individual world. So, yes, your world may be more idealistic, may be more positive, because it's the world that you made. A classic book would be The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. And he was one of the, I think, the founding fathers on good positive thinking. Here's a good quote here. It says, how we feel has a definite effect on how we actually feel physically. If your mind tells you that you're tired, the body mechanisms, the nerves, the muscles accept the fact. If your mind is intensely interested, it can keep on an activity indefinitely. So once again, he talks about the power of the mind and power of attitude. I'm always surprised, I don't know why after all these years, but how many people tend to discount the power of the mind? Whatever the mind makes itself up to do, it can do. And I think it's the same in human engineering. If you believe you can do it, you can do it. You just got to strive. My philosophy in life is that you can't beat a man who won't be beaten. Because he believes it. That's right. And because he believes it, he acts it. Right, and you don't fail until you quit. You look at every major success, they had failures. You need to have failures. In fact, I know that in my life, we've had some rocky roads. I've been very fortunate. But there have been some rocky times, and it made me a better person. It's kind of like a stream, a little weak stream that has no power in it. But you put an obstacle in it, what happens? It deepens, dams up, and then pretty soon you can run electricity in a whole city on that one little stream. Have we outgrown the ability of childhood fairy tales where we believe that life is happily ever after? Do we still behave that way at times and I get very upset and not see frustrations as something that can be positive for our growth? I think it's critical to a person's growth. If you've never been challenged, you just don't have the inner strength to carry on. That's my personal feelings. But I think one of the difficulties in the world is that people assume everything's going to be all right without taking control of their own lives in their own circumstances. We assume the government's going to have Social Security. We assume that our parents are going to take care of us. We assume that we're making the right decisions. And apparently we really need to be spending more time on developing ourselves and being prepared for all kinds of possibilities. Sure. 
Well, James, it certainly has been a treat. It's amazing to me how fast the time flies, and I always enjoy myself. And one of the real pluses of a program like this is being able to have dialogues with other people here in Galveston who have a positive attitude, who do see the opportunities of being here in this community and also being able to interact with other positive people, to be able to give and to receive from each other. And to me, I hope that this program, The Power for Positive Living, does continue. And having the pleasure of people like you as my guest, it just always makes it well worthwhile. Well, Gallus is very fortunate to have you here, and I know KGBC is very happy with the programming, and you're a special guy. And I've enjoyed the meeting as well. Well, friends, I do appreciate your kindness in joining me here on KGBC, Friendship Radio for Southeast Texas this Thursday evening. And I'd like to encourage you to come back next Thursday when we will have more special guests and we will have the opportunity to explore areas of interest to you. Thanks again for joining me. This is your host, Gene Huey, on The Power for Positive Living and the Grand March Through Life, inviting you to join me again here on KGBC next Thursday evening. Good night.